0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in for today's interests. For my frequent listeners, welcome back. And for my new listeners, welcome. As some of you know, my name is Sienna. Now, for our most requested topic chosen, which seems to be an ongoing interest for a while now, is politics. More specifically, tactics in politics, including propaganda. In lieu of that, we are going to be discussing posters made by James Montgomery Flagg, dating all the way back from the early 20th century. I have two knowledgeable guests on the subject here with me today. Would you please introduce yourselves?
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Somali. Thank you for having me here today. I have joined because of my expertise on Flagg's propaganda posters, specifically the poster titled, Sow the Seeds of Victory. For those of you who aren't familiar with Flagg and his work, Flagg was an American illustrator who worked on many types of media during the 1900s, but he is most famous for his political cartoons and propaganda. Sow the Seeds of Victory was, and still is, particularly patriotic and motivating to civilians, specifically women. FLAG succeeded in ensuring that food shortages due to supporting the military would not cripple the American lifestyle.
2: Hi, my name is Trenton, and I'll be additionally contributing to the discussion about propaganda posters in society. Propaganda posters have been a tactic used commonly in communities around the world, even if it has not obviously been placed in front of you. Subtle propaganda, such as sow the seeds of victory, does relate and interact with the viewer without the viewer being aware of the propaganda's effect. Today, the main poster I'll be talking about is titled, The Navy Needs You, an additional piece by James Montgomery Flagg. As an impactful piece of history, Flagg succeeds in representing Americans during the World War II era. It includes an allusion to the Greek goddess Nike, affirming themes of victory, destiny, and appealing to the average American with the poster's powerful title and message. (music)
0: Thank you both for those wonderful introductions. Now, if any of my listeners would like a reference, both posters are in the description and the cover art. Moving along, to touch on a subject you had mentioned briefly, Somali, how do you think the poster, "Sow the Seeds of Victory, empowered and motivated women, and if this
1: was a step towards feministic goals or not? So when Flagg designed this poster, he may have been targeting all civilians, but the woman's open body language seems to be calling to women to join the war effort. Not only does she appear alive through the embodiment of patriotism, but she calls to the average lower to middle class American by the symbolic elements of seeds, baskets, and a simple brown sandal. The usage of green words is also an interesting choice, an intelligent choice as it references many meanings tied to agriculture and the color, wealth, health, and growth, which all help spread the message of empowerment this poster is trying to portray. Flagg appears advanced for his time as the poster is truly a step towards feminist goals by promoting women's involvement in the war effort as more than a typical housewife. The women are not being given a choice, more so being told what to do by this poster. This was likely positively received in the war times, as it may have kept women's minds at ease with men away at war. Feminism aside, this poster seeks to engage and call Americans, women specifically, as loyal patriots.
0: Eloquently stated. Thank you, Somali. Now, looking at the other poster, I noticed that there were more figures pictured in the illustration, titled, The Navy Needs You, than the first one Somali referenced. Trenton divided in half,
2: with the right half that is usually associated with a positive connotation containing the Navy man and Nike, with the left half containing the average man. I don't think both posters convey the same type of meaning in terms of feminism, as the former poster deliberately portrays women in a better light. That being said, I do think both posters are similar in that they aim to inspire American nationalism and the empowerment of our country.
0: Interesting thoughts. Thank you, Trenton. Moving away from the illustration part now and into the typographical and graphological elements, how do you think both of your respective posters use wording to push for their message? Would it be a form of manipulation or motivation?
2: In the Navy Needs you, the poster directly addresses the audience, which adds a personal element, further persuading and inclining the audience to take action. Though the use of entirely capitalized text and pointedly bolded words such as Navy, need, and make it, Flag purposely emphasized these action words or verbs as a way to directly call out the audience to take action. Finally, looking at the message itself, flag intentionally limited the information presented to simplify the issue at hand and to convey the concise message, which is telling the audience that they have the power to change history and they should not be complacent as in reading history. I would definitely say his tactics are a form of manipulation, because not only is he appealing to the audience's emotion by emotive language of the Navy needing the audience, but he's also not disclosing all the information necessary for making such an important decision as joining the Navy.
1: Yeah, and for Deeds of Victory, there is an element of manipulation in the direct address of plant and raise your own vegetables, and the green cursive font, which is personable, unlike a harsher block font. Times New Roman text is sophisticated and strong, which serves to pass the message of victory as well. Speaking to the viewer, flag makes an ordinary woman empowered to support her country, which leads into the motivation. And patriotic motivation is woven in the vibrant flag and the motivational red by Cap. Graphologically, the word victory is strategically placed in the direction of the woman's eyes, indicating that America is working to victory through civilian empowerment. This form of card stacking, which only focuses on the motivational and positive aspects of supporting the war, which is necessary for a national support system, but it does ignore the suffering, lives lost, and families who cannot afford to start and support themselves. Alongside victory at the top of the poster is garden and raid, which encourages the viewer to look up, just as America would. Be.
0: Wonderfully said. Now finishing off. What do both of you think globally about propaganda? How is it commonly used in different places around the world? And is it used the same as the United States uses
1: it? Well, worldwide, propaganda is incorporated into everyday life, whether through magazines, everyday items, or childhood toys and cartoons. Is it always corrupting or incorporating lies? Of course not. Flag's posters, which we discussed today, are great examples of how propaganda can unify and motivate a nation without vilifying another. Flags, similarly to many propaganda forms, aim to relate to home front civilians through direct address, which pulled at the responsibility to support one's nation. Interesting.
2: I have to agree to the extent that propaganda is not always negative and can be used positively to positively influence and bring together a society, like, for example, the posters. However, I would like to also bring up that despite the posters portraying the countries positively, not addressing both sides of an issue could potentially become a problem, although that might just be the nature of propaganda posters.
0: Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you so much, Somali and Trenton, for joining and sharing your thoughts on propaganda and how this tactic is used in politics. Tune in next time for a part two. Let me know all your thoughts and about this series and any other topics you guys would like to be discussed. This has been today's interest speaker, Sienna, reporting on requested topics every Tuesday.